0: Welcome to the Aligned Women's Play with Diana McKendrick, where we discuss filling your cup, embracing financial abundance and designing the life of your dreams. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode number 154 of The Aligned Woman's Way. Today, I have a fellow mama in business here, and we were just laughing and joking and chatting. We haven't seen each other for ages, and I was like, I'm just going to press record because this is what people want to hear. So it is my absolute pleasure to introduce and bring to you the pocket rocket that is Alex T. I can't pronounce her last name, so she's going to do that for you. Welcome to the space.
1: Hello, hello. It's funny that you can't pronounce my last name because it's Tataro, but it used to be Vasilopolis, which is so much harder.
0: Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Tataro is so much easier.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, bro, you're having a hard time now. Imagine back
0: then. <laughs> okay. I'll remember Tataro. So this is Alex Tataro, everybody. And uh you can't see her because this is a podcast, but she is glowing. She is a new mama. How old is your little girl now? Here is. 15 months, no, 16 months. Yeah, she's 16 months. Yeah, 16 months. But when we met, she was only little. Like ve- very little. Hang on. Wait, the first time we met,
1: was she born or was she pregnant? Was I, was I pregnant the first time we met?
0: No, I'm pretty sure you had her in a sling.
1: Oh, I did too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had her in the carrier. She would have been eight weeks old. Yeah, so she was only a couple of months. Yeah. Yeah. And I was that nut job that brought our newborn to our business conference. So the business conference was held in Sydney and because Anthony and I are based in Melbourne, which by the way, is also why we haven't seen each other in forever. We don't just live around the corner. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I was that nut job that was like, still want to go to the conference with Anthony as a like co-founder. But it just means
0: that my eight week newborn has to come with us. And she was very beautiful. Yeah, she was. She really was. And the moment I remember meeting you is that was the business conference that Michelle and I attended together as those two sisters, and we were able to get up on stage in the success stories and share some of the things in front of a room full of I think there was three hundred or four hundred people there. Yeah, uh, success that we had had in business over the last quarter. I still remember your success that you shared.
1: It was that you had your biggest single revenue day, like in a single day, you hit a certain amount of revenue, and I was like. I need to go and speak to these ladies. Yes.
0: And it's super cool because we were both in sports gear because our uniform is sports gear because that's what we're comfortable in and we do a lot of travelling. And I think you met Michelle first. Yes. Am I right? Yes. So you met Michelle first and then then she brought you over to meet me or we ran into each other because she's like, I want to meet this woman. And uh, anyway, and I I remember that one of the first things that you said was like, I saw you on stage and you were like, there's my people. Yes. (laughs) it's so
1: true though and I think I'm just really not even just the active wear but I think I was just drawn to your energy because like straight away your success story just started off with like a bang you were like we've had the biggest and like you both were like it just I don't know it had this energy of like these guys
0: love what they do
1: but they celebrate the wins
0: Yes. And I think that is so important because so often in business, particularly as women, we can just get on with it. Like we've received this, we've done this. And what's next? Let's go. We've done this huge amount in one day. And I wasn't even going to get up and share it because it takes a lot of courage because with a celebration can, can often also come criticism. And it was an enormous amount of money beyond what uh, we used to earn in an in income for the whole year in one day. And I was like, oh, am I actually even allowed to share those kind of numbers? But at a business conference, that's a perfect place to share it because it's full of entrepreneurs who all get it. And I think even the beginning of our story started off with, because we I had joined the business blueprint conference several years before both Michelle and I before we could afford it and we used to have to stay in the youth hostel like we used to laugh and call it the cupboard because we could only afford $20 a night we couldn't even really afford $20 a night and then we're back sharing that we're making more than most people make in a year in one day so yeah it was so fulfilling and so exciting to be witnessed and seen and celebrated by people like yourself because I know you're running a business and you have got Tia who is 16 months now, and she's just been part of it from the beginning. So, do you want to share your own journey in business? I work with a lot of mums. My second book is called Millionaire Mum The Best of Both Worlds. And it's about being able to do business and motherhood, making a multi million dollar business and being available and present to your family and your children. Because I think in the industry, in the old paradigm, like you can be one or the other. You can't have both. And I was like, actually, yeah, you can. I'm going to write about it. And I'm going to meet other women who also do it. So as a yep. fellow millionaire mom, share your business and your ideas and you know how people will get to it, but how people can find you and work with you. So yeah, yep. tell us about your business. Tell us about your motherhood. So it's funny that you mentioned being a mom because my
1: lifestyle and the way that I set up our business from the get-go was based off eventually being a mom. And I'm talking, I was like, 21, 22, coming up with a business concept going, eventually when I am a mom, this will work well with my lifestyle. And I kept that in mind from the moment that we created it. So basically in the health and fitness industry as a PT, what happened to me and what we see with just so many personal trainers is that they end up booking themselves out to the point where they wanted to have this lifestyle of, you know, a life by design, but they're ending up waking up at stupid hours in the morning every single day, burning themselves out, having a break in the middle of the day, but not really long enough to go home because they want to train themselves. So then
0: they'll stay at the gym to then do their evening clients. So their day- I'm fiercely nodding here. You guys can't see, but I'm fiercely nodding because I was a PT for many years as well. And you just explained my life. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And so, and I was, I did that as well. Like I built up my
1: client base to the point, luckily, like at the time I was just a uni student living at home, like I was like, cool, I've got this amazing, huge thing. I'm at the gym from 5 a.m. till 8 p.m. But realistically, is that sustainable as a career long-term? No. Is there work-life balance? No. Like all your friends have to be in the gym, otherwise you won't see your friends. <laughs> so um, that was basically where that stemmed from. Then when I became a PT manager, I was trying to help people build within that model, build in their own lifestyle. So it was like, cool, let's set out what hours you want to work in your business model before you just start taking on clients here, there, and everywhere. Um, And when there's that temptation of, oh, can you do 6am on Tuesday and you don't work Tuesday mornings, you have to say no. You know what I mean? Like I was trying to help them put boundaries in place. Anyway, soon after um because if i go through my whole story it'll just take too long but soon after i found myself creating my own business model for boot camps so that was like an outdoor business model and our specific boot camps are tailored to plus size and beginners okay so i really had i guess two people that i was trying to look out for one was the clients i was going how can i create a program that is great for a beginner to exercise, someone who might be struggling with obesity, who's never trained before. And B, how can I create a business model that allows trainers to build a life where they can reap the rewards of a full-time income working on a part-time basis or creating their own hours. So funnily enough, like both of these two things worked in really well with each other because I didn't want to be working myself to the bone. And when we only had one boot camp, I was the head coach of it. So I really got to play with those. How am I going to work my lifestyle and eventually being a parent and a mom and doing all this other stuff into my routine? And on the flip side of that, working with a beginner clientele, they also shouldn't be training every day. So those two concepts kind of allowed me to like merge it in between. And we ended up coming up with a outdoor fitness model that could be scaled really easily, as in we could open multiple locations really easily, but also the owners of each of those boot camps really made a full revenue. So it kind of, it bridged the gap between working for someone else where you can only get paid an hourly wage at a gym or at a, like a studio kind of thing and working for yourself and having to work a stupid amount of hours and having to do everything by yourself and not having the support. So we tried to sort of like bridge the gap in the fitness industry. And my, like, target market is just like people who want to have that work-life balance where you can be a parent, you can be a mom. So I don't think it's something that just falls in your lap. I think it's something that you really have to consider and go, how am I going to make this work? Because if you don't have a plan going into it, you're just going to take on too much. And then all of a sudden be like, how does everyone do this? And it might look like, you know, on the outside, everyone does it all. But I always say that doing it all means all. Like, All means the up, the down, the good, the bad. So when people say, how do you have it all? It's like, because I have it all. I have the stress, the anxiety, the stress, the, I said stress twice. You know what?
0: Stress deserves to be said twice. (laughs) Stress deserves twice.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But then you also get like the joyous time and the love and the downtime and the periods where you have to work hard. Like all is all encompassing. Having it all doesn't mean having the good. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and I really love that you bring that to the table because I think with social media and a lot of the entrepreneurs out there, they are really just showing one side of the coin. They are perceiving like it's. So I'm showing you all, and this is the whole piece of the pie. But as you said, the with with the the light and the fun and the joyous comes equal and opposite on the other side, which is the challenge. And that's something I believe as an entrepreneur. If you don't accept the challenging times or you can't be with the challenging times, then you're not going to get through to the successful ones. If we're just attaching to one side of the coin, then it's going to be very, it's going to be hard work. And you're probably not going to make it in the industry. I've just been thinking about that recently on how many challenging times there have been. And I never want to sugarcoat this for people, particularly being a parent, when you've got two or three things in your life that you're very passionate about and you care a lot about, you're constantly having to go on this journey of uncovering your true self. And what's the shadow side of the structure and the space and and having all the time and the money to do what you want to do with? There is a shadow side to that. And mm. people don't share it. So yeah, being able to dance in the shadows, as they say, is really, really important. What would you say as a business owner? Because you've got how many uh locations now in your boot camps? So we've got 15
1: locations across Melbourne. Yep. And we're actually in the process now of we've just re re-brand, not rebranded, restructured our business to allow people from interstate, so all across Australia and New Zealand to actually buy the license for their area so that should be done in like the next month this is actually the first time i'm saying it like publicly on an open space <laughs> um and but yeah cut
0: the ribbon as she launches it in a public space here yeah.
1: and right before this we had a meeting with our lawyers like just to go over the final contracts to go over the licensing agreement um but we've had some interest from interstate of people that wanted to open a boot co elsewhere so yeah 15 right now but talk to me in a couple of years who knows And it could double, triple, quadruple. Who knows? Yeah. Well, that's why we've set the business up to allow it to scale. So this is where I think a lot of people can, when it comes to that work-life balance as well, can underestimate how much doing the work slower but properly saves you in the long run. So, you know, documenting what you're doing, creating systems from the very start, even if it's just you. And you don't have an assistant or you don't have a team or you haven't expanded your business yet. Because then when it comes to that point of I'm going to expand, you don't have to go back and redo everything. You've done it in small little steps.
0: Yes. I want to reiterate this point because a lot of you are going to hear that the people at the beginning out in business or even established businesses that are, are still on the ground and still got your hands in the work, creating those systems and procedures now if you want to scale is so important because you can't do it all. When you've got 15 locations moving into 20, 30, 40, 50, it's going to come to a point where you just, you can't physically handle the workload. So creating those procedures and systems early on in the piece. And often people won't take action and change until they get hit by the truck. They say feather brick truck. I talked about it in another podcast recently. Don't get there. Listen to this. So how have you, Alex, like you're so wise for somebody that's so young and this is something that really drew to me when we were in Melbourne. I think we were on a national speaking tour or we were down there for something yeah. and we got to catch up and go for coffee and you taught me about that. What was that coffee called? The oh, Melbourne Magic. The yeah. Melbourne <laughs> Magic and then I was addicted to Melbourne Magics for a while and then I had my time off coffee and now I'm back on. But anyway, you're just sitting there with you and Tia in the in the cafe with my Melbourne Magic and listening to you at such a young age, you have such clarity around your path and the business side of things of, I think it's the vision, the vision. And then also including into that, like the, the technical aspects of business. Have you've always been like that, were your parents entrepreneurs? Like, where does that come from?
1: Sorry. It's, it's funny that you say this, but no, my parents were not entrepreneurs, <laughs> like mom's a pharmacist, dad's an electrician. Um, but here's the thing. And I think take this with a grain of salt, because this is just my own experience. But from a young age, I've always been really sure of what I want to do, where I want to go, my vision. And I think part of that comes from, have you ever, so have you ever heard the saying, "Um, like to be independent, you need to be fully
0: dependent on someone? No, I haven't, but that's interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. So what, what that kind of, means is it's like as let's say as a child or as a teenager if you know you can be fully dependent on a parent whether that's emotionally or whether that's for safety or whatever it is it actually allows you to go out into the world and be independent to your fullest extent because you know that there's someone that you can go depend on if you need whereas it can be really hard to be completely confident in where you want to go and what you want to do if you don't then have that space in your life that you can be fully dependent on someone else. And I really do believe that even as young children, that's what allows us to be independent and play and go out and try new things is because we can fully depend on our parent or our caregiver to be there for us. So I can go out and
0: explore this playground because I know mum's there. This is such a cool concept and I love it because I was literally thinking about this the other day in different words, but I was wondering about my trust and my vision because it's so solid and it's so strong. And I work with a lot of other entrepreneurs, like I'm a coach. So I work with women like you and many other women out there that don't have the same trust that you and I have. And so I was questioning that and I, and I thought to myself, I, I truly believe a big part of that is because my caregivers, my parents brought me up, taught me trust And I guess in the words you used to be dependent, they're they're so reliable. They say they're going to do something, they do something. And as a little child, I was taught that safety and that understanding that if I went out and stuffed up, they were always going to be there when I got home. Mm. Then others in the industry that don't have that need to create or didn't have that as a child need to create that somewhere else in their life. So I think that's a really relevant point to know that's how we learn trust. That was the concept I was thinking about. It's like, how do we learn trust? Well, we learn it from our caregivers and that there's nothing wrong with us if we don't have that trust and vision at the moment. It could be perhaps that it just wasn't displayed to us. It wasn't um, made an example as, as we've grown up. So yeah, your parents are very present and aware and there for you so you could depend on them. And now as a young woman and an adult, you get to do that for your daughter and your children. and. You're a safe person, like you're working with staff as well. How many staff have you got? Well, I don't know if you call them staff, but how many franchisees have you got now?
1: Yeah, so we have like one per location. So every location we have is like licensed by someone. And then on top of that, we have some admin staff that work for us. So, and then each of the locations, they can have trainers that work with them under the group, but they're technically like our licensees contractors, but like there's a whole group.
0: (laughs) There's a lot of people that you're dealing with daily. Yeah. And once again, when you feel like that safe person, communication is so much easier.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And that's one thing that, um, like you sort of said, if someone doesn't have it from a caregiver or from, you know, growing up, they can get it in other ways. And I think that sometimes even when people are stepping into a business where they've got a supportive coach or they've got a supportive boss and for the first time they're going, God, I feel so safe in my role or I feel so heard when I have a concern or whatever it is they'll feel that feeling and go why do I feel so empowered here or why do I feel so good when I speak to that person and it's because that person is giving you that safety and you're going why do I feel like I can conquer the world because someone is giving you that reassurance of like I'm gonna be here for you regardless um there is and you've got young kids so you might have heard this but wait how old are your kids again there
0: 11 and nine
1: yeah. Perfect. Right. <laughs> so there is this like saying, and it's like a, wait, what Jen are we up to? Gen Z? Or Gen- yeah, I can't keep up. <laughs> right. So they, you know how they've got all this odd language that they use. There's this one saying that they use and I love it. I love Gen Z slang. It is do it for the plot. That's what, and like what they mean by that is like, if it, it's like, oh, should I go on a date with this guy? It's like, do it for the plot. And I'm like, do you know how good a saying that is just in general? Because it's like if I want to take this risk, let's say, in business, rather than do it to succeed, it's like just do it for the plot. Do it for the story. Do it for the high, for the low. Do it for the plot.
0: I, I love haven't it. heard that, but I love it. And that's like my language around that is it's not about the end game of the success or the massive amount of money in, in one day. It's more about the journey. Like yeah. you get experience, the highs, the lows, Everything in between, all of it, as you said earlier, you're getting to experience all of it. Do it for the plot. I love that. Get it on the shirt.
1: (laughs) I know, right? So and then just to go back to your question before um, where you sort of said about like what keeps that vision so strong, I think one thing as well that and it's funny because I only just posted about this on my Instagram maybe an hour ago, but we have such like set meetings every week for life and for business where we go over those short and long-term goals again and again and again. And they can change. It's totally fine if you're going over your five-year vision every couple of months and that slowly shifts. But to not have one because you don't know where you're going to be in five years' time is is not an option.
0: Just revisiting the goals. It's having that dependable person, whether it be parents, partner, bosses, coaches, community, friends, and revisiting the vision. And I remember our last time we spoke, you told me that you and your partner do weekly meetings and Gus and I started to do it as well. So we'd sit down on a Monday morning, we'd go through all our numbers, we'd go through our gratitudes, we'd go through our whole experience and, yeah, just have a little agenda for a meeting together, which... Then I went away and then he went away and it stopped, but it's, yeah, we're going to get back on track and start doing that. Cause I think that's so important to the vision to express it and be seen and heard by your partner in yeah. it as well. So yeah.
1: Love it. Look after we finish this podcast, go look at the most recent reel that I posted on our Instagram because it was our life meeting and it's it goes through exactly what we go through in that meeting.
0: Oh, perfect. I did a little reel on it as well. I'll tag you in it. How funny. I love this. That's great. Okay. So uh, we're coming to an end here because I got something on in two minutes, but okay. <laughs> back to back, I would love to hear from you if you had one piece of advice for uh, both, both beginner businesswomen and established business? Like what is that piece of advice in business?
1: Cool. My
0: piece of advice
1: would be whatever it is you're trying to tackle, break it down into steps, keep breaking it down until the first step is not scary and you can do it today.
0: Yes. I love it. I just delivered on that yesterday in a workshop. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, really. this is why I got you here so keep breaking it down into the one step that you can do right now that's not that scary I literally did it this morning I created a oh. whole new workshop on it we've got I got the spreadsheet the hypnosis the visual model everything and it's all about breaking it down to what can you do right now that's not that scary what's well, that one wow, thing that right. you can do to propel you forward to your goals and your vision that's not that yeah, that's not going paying the twenty thousand dollar deposit, which frightens the pants off you, or writing that book because I'm about to embark on my third, my trilogy. I'll have my trilogy before yeah. March next oh, year. My third and book. That. And that's, that's exactly what I had to do. I was like, okay, this or this or this, and just break it right back down to make the phone call, pay the deposit, speak to my sister, and now we're well on the way. So yeah, for the next retreat, got my time, got my space, and like- that's awesome. Well done. Okay. I so, oh, wow. <laughs> I know you heard it here first <laughs> um in closing up if people want to follow you or get to know more about you where can they come to find you
1: cool if you want to see more about our business so if you're interested in like outdoor boot camps or like plus-size beginner workouts go to bootcamp.co um that's sorry that's the Instagram handle bootcamp.co if you want to connect with me personally then that's Alexandra tataro so I'll send you all the links as well. I don't know if you have like show notes.
0: Put it down in the show notes and then we'll also put a free audio book down there for Millionaire Mums. Anyone that's uh, listening in from your following or they can follow me at my website sisters.com And it's the number two or Instagram is Diane McKendrick. Diane has one in, not two. So Diane McKendrick. So thank you, Alex, so much for joining us today. It was pretty short and sweet, um, but I'm glad that we got to share time and space together and looking forward to being in touch and catching up more and learning about, more about business and life and motherhood and love it. you Have with your husband. And how you (laughs) organize your cupboards. We'll have to talk about that next time. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Thank you so much, Diane. Thank you, everybody. See you same time, same place next week. Bye. Hey there, Beauty. Thank you so much for joining us at Those Two Sisters and tuning in to the Rise and Shine podcast series. As a special gift to all of you, we would like to offer you a taste tester of what it would be like to work with those two sisters, myself and my sister, Michelle Anne. So for $97, you get seven days Voxer access with both Michelle and I and a whole bunch of other stuff, which is absolutely priceless. So for $97, if you wanted to come over, filter that through your own body, feel how it would feel for you to dip your toes in and have really close proximity and access to both Michelle, Anne, and myself for several days, and the extended community so we can really start to light that fire to stoke that fire within you and get you the life that you desire let's go if you're wanting access to this please send me a personal message i will have my team send you the link and you can sign up right there on the spot and absolutely revolutionize and change your life